Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This is the week that splits families in half. Some of the relationships that I built through playing football at a university like this, it just reaffirmed to me why I wanted to do this. Right, we've been making deposits today, you cast checks. This is the week that splits the platypus in half. (laughs) This is a Rivalry Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by P.G. Long, your Northwest flooring experts. Online at pglongllc.com. It's Rivalry Week with Isaac and Sue on 1080. (laughs) The Fan. Well, hey, what'd it do? Oh, hi. What's up? I don't know. That open threw me for a loop. Like, we still have the drumbeat. Not going yeah. on, I, I don't the know. Dolphin? I don't know what was happening there. I, I. Why are there dolphin noises? I think that's supposed to be a platypus. I, I don't know. Is that what a platypus? Oh, oh yeah, careful. The is o- that what a platypus sounds like? The only uh, platypus that I know of is Perry the platypus from <laughs> uh, Phineas and Ferb, and he does make some sort of weird uh, squeaky noise. But that is not a platypus. That's clearly a dolphin. But maybe we couldn't find a platypus, and so we went with a dolphin. All I'm telling you is, into that intro, normally there's like some music, like there's a little, it's like a jumping off point. I didn't know what to do with what we just had. Who makes those? That opener. I'm assuming Swag. Was that Swagar? I oh. believe, yeah. yeah. Oh. It wasn't sounded, me. That's all I know. It sounded to me like uh, voice guy, Vic Orlando. That was Vic Orlando. Also said, um, why will we week? Oh. Did he mean to drop a why will we well, week? You, you know We're how. Hunting wabbit? Well, that's easy to do. As you yeah, know. yeah. But I, I feel like, can we play it again? Can you pull that up? Voice guy, uh, w- voice guy wouldn't do something like that on accident. He's a GD professional. Well, I know, but maybe uh, slipped one by the goalie. You know? Yeah. Like maybe no one. I mean, it's pretty subtle, but le- I'd like to hear it again. Sure. I, why not? I think I heard. Uh, okay, we, we we can restart the first time. Because he said it twice. But. Well, and Schulte's freaking out in there. You've thrown him for He wasn't prepared for this. Is he this. even listening to us? I don't know. <laughs> He's wearing a Mariner shirt again, though. I know that. Hey, we have a short show. I know. So good thing we're spending all this time right now getting right <laughs> into sports. So Hour and a half. <laughs> short show leading into the fever that is duck you know, basketball. i got to be honest. I, I feel bad taking Odyssey's money today. A little bit. Are you going to give some back? No. 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 Nope. Who is the? Uh, was it's all it the, part of the deal. Wasn't the UConn coach? Not a dime. Not a not dime. a damn dime. Jim Calhoun here for not a dime. Okay, I want you to listen to not the last Wival We Week, but, but the, the second to last. Okay, second to last. Yeah, I think you know, this is the week that splits families in half. Some of the relationships that I built through playing football at a university like this, it just reaffirmed to me why I wanted to do this. Right, we've been making deposits today. You cast checks. This is the week that splits the platypus in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
This is a rivalry week edition of oh, yeah. Time yeah, 100%. with Isaac and Sue. He did. Oh, my God. Yeah, he rivalry week did. Rivalry week. He did. Apparently, Elmer Fudd. What? You know, I don't know. Vic? Well, apparently, Elmer Fudd is uh, big into the, the Civil War. No, that was, <laughs> I think he slipped well, up. Why and, not read it again? Well, my guess is that he just didn't realize it, and, and it just kind of slipped by. I mean, he yeah. he probably. And then quality control Jason Swigard would never catch something like that. No, well, Vic sits in his uh, studio, his palatial estate there, and probably cranks out. Yeah. That guy's great. He oh, lives in Seattle. Yeah, and he does stuff up and down, the. I mean, really all over the country. So he's probably doing that for the Iron Bowl. He's doing that for the big game. He's doing it for on and on. And so, you know, he's just cranking those out, and he uh, he let a, a Wava Wee Week slip through. You know? <laughs> well, I think it's cute. you got to ask him a question. I, it happens to the best of us. God forbid I have to read anything involving Jared Goff. I mean, you know, he, he, fair. he got a Wava Wee Week. Yeah, just, but you, yeah, you were. I did not catch it. You did. Yeah, I, I listen intently to the fan. I don't but know if you know it is, that. it is one hundred percent a wibble wee week. I'm a P one. Yeah, wibble wee. So I just want you to know for the rest of the time that we're on, which is limited, I will refer to it as the wibble wee. Is week. it possible? Maybe even uh, we may be asking too much of uh, Schultz over there. Is it possible to clip it? Can we clip that? Is a there a drop week? there? Yeah, I think there is. Yeah, I think there is. Anytime we're discussing the big, uh, uh, you know, rivalry, then it just goes right into Wobbly Week. Okay, let's get to it. Yep. Let's go. Only an hour and a half, guys, on a Monday. That's not enough. No, it's not. I don't even know where to begin. Well, I do. Uh, we start with the poll question. Love the poll, and it, it's on uh, X at ten eighty. The fan today. Uh, well, before I get to today's, we'll get to Friday's. But uh, it's brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Friday, we asked who you got. Beavers won over the Huskies, 68% to 32%. Everyone was on the Beavs, and so I did the old, uh, when yeah. one side's when one side's taking all that action, yeah. I'll go the other way and I'll grab you down. Yeah, there isn't anybody that liked the Huskies. No. I was right down to the wire. and Well, and you knew it would be, though. Yeah. You knew it would be a, um, a tough game, mm-hmm. and the Huskies were going to have to earn it, and they did. Yeah. Which, again, I, I know it didn't look the most impressive thing in the world, but, dude, those sons of guns are on the precipice of finishing the first ever undefeated Pac-12 season. So I give them all the credit in the world. So today's uh, poll question on there is, uh, you have to win one game. Who is your QB1? You only have two options. Ooh, not even giving me a three. Michael Penix or Bo Nix? Bo Nix. That's it. You got to win it's one game. Even, it's not even close. Not right even now. close. No. He says, "Wow, I'll, I'll controversy s- right out of the gate." I'll say this, and look, I'm I I picked U Dub to win the conference this year, and I've been saying through the probably the first what seven weeks of the season that Michael Penix was your Heisman Trophy winner, but. And so I, I do not have a dog in this fight. I am not biased. I am not a duck honk. I am not a husky conk or honk. I try to be as neutral as humanly possible. And I love Michael Penix. I like him more than I think most people do, especially when it comes to the NFL stuff. But look, Bo Nix has not had a bad week all year. Plain and simple. Hasn't had one. The game against UW, Penix was, was amazing against Oregon, and Bo Nix was amazing against UW. And, and UW came out on top. So give him credit for that. But since then, Michael Penix does not look like a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Period. He has had bad stretches, and he has had bad games. And I'd make the argument, I understand that the rain was tough, um, but even when it dried up, Penix was not very good in that game. There were plays to be made. Now, you know, Polk couldn't catch a, a, a cold, kept slipping through his hands. 
but I have watched UW play every single game this year, and I've watched Bo Nix and Oregon play every single game. And when you look at the totality of it, Bo Nix is the better quarterback right now. He just is. He hasn't had a bad game. And I don't know what it is with Penix. I don't know if it's the pressure. I don't know if the injury that he sustained, kind of the, the core rib stuff. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but he has not looked the same since the Oregon game. Still great and still undefeated. And I'm not putting Oregon over UW. Far from it. I'm, you know, UW just keeps winning. Give them all the credit. And Penix was was big when they needed him to and came up with a huge throw to Ndunze, who I still think is the best receiver in the country. But he does not look the same as he did at the start of the year. And I think right now in a little bit of, uh, if you want to make a controversial statement, I think he's living off reputation. Mm. Because they're winning these games, right, no one wants to point it out. But these games could have gone the other way easily. And if one or two had gone the other way, people would be nitpicking uh, Penix, and they'd have every right to. If Oregon was losing games, and they did against UW, and they haven't had a close one since, it's hard to to nitpick Bo because he's he's not doing anything bad. Well, I think that's what it is. It's like, you know, Nick's has just been so perfect. Yes, since that game, and the Huskies won that game fair and square, but. Since that game, the Huskies have played nothing but close games. Yes. Even against bad teams. And that's why we don't really know what to make of Washington. I mean, obviously, they're really good. Yeah. They deserve to be undefeated. That's a hell of a team and a hell of a quarterback and a hell of a coach. But, you know, give me a team that would be 11 and 0 at this point with that resume. They just beat three straight uh, top 20 teams. It's ridiculous. Um, and they beat number eight, Oregon, mm-hmm. who is now number six. They were eight at the time. So they have four top 20 wins. Um, they, you know, they just, there's, you can't knock them in any other way other than, oh, well, they've kind of, they almost lost to Arizona State. Yeah. But, and Stanford. We see this every year where teams kind but of go through this, this midseason kind of, they do, lull. but it's not like, like, it's just so weird how they're just in an odd place. And I'm sure their fans are pulling their hair out because they're like, they're giving them a heart attack every week. Yeah. But here they are. It's They just don't, I don't know, there's something about them that doesn't feel like, you know, the elite teams, we know who they are. Michigan is one. Georgia is one. Ohio State is probably one, right? Yeah. I don't know if, and we think Oregon is one, but I don't know if Washington's one. I don't know how you can't, I don't know how you can say that really because they're undefeated, but watch them play. Like, it's, I don't know what to do with them. Like, there's no other team. That would be eleven and zero with th- that resume and a quarterback like that, and still be ranked fourth. Yeah, like why are they not number one? Well, the reason they're not number one, they don't look it. Is they just don't look it. If they were beating teams the way Oregon was beating teams, yes. it would be they're different. Number although, one. although don't look now, but dude, Georgia's starting to. Oh, F Georgia. Georgia, Georgia's got it figured out. Are they going to win three in a row? I think so. They are starting to. They gave up a seventy-five yard <sighs> touchdown first play against Tennessee. And, you know, it was like they didn't even blink. It was like, oh, yeah, uh, that's great. Uh, All the momentum. uh, We're going to kick you in the nuts now for the next, you know, two and a half hours. They've they've got it rolling. They had the if you were going to get them, you were going to get them at the the beginning of the year when they were working through some stuff and working in new guys and figuring out their quarterback situation. I tend to think that we all may be playing for second place again with the way George is going. But to your point. If UW was beating the teams the way Oregon was beating teams, yes, we would be viewing this as they are number one or number two. But 
They're not. They're not. They're, they're and not. And they haven't for weeks. No. When you look through, so this is what I was saying with Penix after the Oregon game. 27 of 42, uh, no touchdowns, two picks. That was against Arizona State. Right, and then Stanford, they bounced back. They scored forty-two. He had was twenty-one of thirty-seven. That's still only fifty-six percent. But he did have the four touchdowns. But he did have another pick. Uh, Stanford, twenty-two of thirty. Okay, so that's the big game, right? But it's it's Stanford. But again, two touchdowns, still had a pick. And then against Utah, twenty-four of forty-two. That's fifty-seven percent. And then against Oregon State, thirteen of twenty-eight yeah. for one sixty-two, forty-six percent. And I, I understand that that was in a monsoon. Still, and some of those were drops. It did not, their offense at times looked dreadful in that game, and their run game kind of bailed them out, and then they were able to make enough plays. Well, down how the do you explain the Arizona State game? I mean, they didn't score an offensive touchdown. The I see it's at the time at the time I just thought he was injured. I I still believe he that be. he was more hurt against Oregon than anyone lets on, and because they were shredding Oregon, and then he took that hit, and it didn't look the same again after that. Right, they made the play down the, the you know the, they made the drive at the end, but and I don't think it's quite looked the same sense. But here we are a month later, that can't be it, you know. And we've seen the flashes. Like I said, he had the one outlier game where he was he was awesome, but that was against Stanford, who's dog mess. I don't know what it is, but it does not look the same. And they should be very grateful that they have found this run game all of a sudden with Dylan Johnson because the run game wasn't there at the beginning of the year, but now it is, and the run game has been able to kind of you know, buoy them up a little bit and the defense keeps making stops, timely stops when they need to. We're going to sit here and bag all over their defense. But again, when they needed to, they needed one stop and and they did it. They did. They stopped them on fourth down ball game. So I'm not discounting Washington at all because I watched TCU do this last year to the doorstep of, of a national title and then Georgia. And this Washington team is a much better team than TCU. So dismiss Washington at your own peril. Um, and I think a lot of Beaver fans yeah. were doing that last week. But I don't think it's dismissal. I think it's just we don't know what to do with them. They're damn good, but they don't look. Uh, no. They don't look. It's dumb. weird. All right, the uh, AAA heating and cooling poll question: You have to win one game. Who is your QB one? Michael Penix or Bo Nix? Log on to X and uh, vote at ten eighty. The fan we pinned that to the uh, top of our account. Uh, Vancouver Ford text line can be reached at 503-864-6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. VancouverFord.com. A major injury affecting the top five. Jordan Travis is now out. Is Florida State? We'll get to that next on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Rivalry Week on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by PG Long. On 1080 The Fan. All right, it is Rivalry Week. I think it's more of a... He didn't. He doesn't do a rival we week. He does a rival we week. <laughs> so we're pulling the audio. Yeah, it sounded Elmer Fudd to me. Jeff Rust found the raw audio, so we will have uh, we will have oh, it in full. Compare yeah. and contrast. All right. So uh, because it's Thanksgiving on Thursday, we have no show. We wouldn't have a show anyway because the Seahawks are playing. Yeah. But uh, we also don't have a show Friday because the Civil War game is on Friday here yes. on the fan. So we got all the uh, the post game stuff that would take us off the air anyways. So we have only basically two shows and then uh, what's left of today's show, which is about an hour, hour and ten minutes. Uh, so we're going to cram all of our guests into Wednesday's show. So just a little programming note: Hugh Betcheff, Hugh Offill from Alan A will be on three uh, thirty on Wednesday. Um. The spread that they hung on the line that they hung on the uh, Civil War game is fourteen. Yeah. Although I've been reading that maybe it's been bet down to thirteen and a half. Oregon favorite, of course. Um, we will have Dan Lanning on our show. Yeah, we weren't certain, but he's coming on. Yeah. He wants to talk with his helmet on on Wednesday. Going to talk with his turkey, dark meat, of course. Yes, he loves the dark meat, which is really the only way to go. Yeah. See, get I that, don't, get I that like white, white meat out of here. I like the white meat. Yeah, well, I like them both, but. Um, as you know, Mike Lynch and I for years, um, yeah, you're anti-Turkey. No, not true. We're Turkey's mid Mm. Turkey's very mid. That's kind of anti-Turkey. Maybe, but I I like Turkey. It's just, it's not, you know, at the, the Sucanic household, well, we haven't, we do no, you guys go ham. No, we do Asian. Like we don't, we haven't done a, uh, an American Thanksgiving in years. Yeah. We do, uh, like we do Korean barbecue has been us. So we've got, uh, yeah, we got no Turkey happening. All kinds of meats, no turkey, no ham at our Thanksgiving. So Lanning is coming on Wednesday at 4, and then Joey Harrington will be on 5.30 on Wednesday So we're going to make up for our hour and a half show by cramming everything into a Wednesday Well, we have to talk to all three of those guys. I know. It's a big week. It is a big week. And so that will all be on Wednesday. Okay, so let me read some text before we move on. Uh, The Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. Uh, we were talking about Washington and what to do with them, and they're undefeated, and they win again, but Penix doesn't look the same, and the Ducks are cruising, but the Ducks don't have a you know, a huge win. Don't have a win over a top 25 team. So here are some texts on that uh, topic. Oregon's depth shows Washington does have a lot of injuries and doesn't have the depth. I think that is a very accurate statement, and they were talking about it um, on, on, on the game. Their back end, uh, linebacker depth uh, on the D-line, they just don't. They, now, like receiver depth, absolutely. I mean, McMillan's one of the best receivers in the country. He hasn't played at all this year, and it's no big deal because you have two others. But, you know, they really have one running back because their starter went down at the beginning of camp. And, yes, I do think that that does play a, a role in this, is the depth of, of Oregon is much, much greater than the depth of Washington. Another one says, scoreboard, UW is undefeated. Who cares otherwise? Duck fans need to shush. <laughs> they lost to Washington two years in a row. Now, to be fair, I also have been saying that. <laughs> the beauty part of this is if you take care of business uh, on the, the the Civil War, Washington's already in. It doesn't in. matter, yeah. Yeah, Oregon, you get a chance to, uh, to have a revenge game. Now, if Oregon loses to Oregon State and Arizona wins, thanks for coming. It's the Wildcats and the Huskies. Another one. 
UW just isn't a very physically imposing team. They have a few very good players that seem to make plays at the right time or uh, or other teams make mistakes in critical situations. Okay. Um, all signs show Oregon will handle Washington easily in the Pac-12 title game on the eye test. I'm not expecting it, but wouldn't be surprised one bit if Oregon throttles them going to the playoff. Well, I'm certainly not going to say that wow. because everyone keeps saying that, and all UW does is beat them. Beat them at your place, beat them at their place. Look, I, I think Oregon looks great. I think Oregon looks as good as anyone uh, in the country. Uh, I'm not calling Oregon to, no. to beat their ass. And I'm telling you, when when this game happens, if it happens, big if, got to take care of the bees first. If that game happens, everyone and their grandmother is going to say that UW doesn't have a chance, and that's foolish. It is absolutely foolish to sit here and say that UW can't beat them when they've done it two years in a row. Why are you only talking about completion percentage and not yards? Plus, in the monsoon, Pennix still had three tutties, no picks, took care of the ball. Yeah, um, people do like to point to Bo Nick's completion percentage, which leads us to this text. It's easy to look great throwing checkdowns and bubble screens against crappy teams every week. That's what Nick's does. See, this... Not one win against top 25. Okay, so this is just flat out stupid. Yeah, this it, is it this... really that, like you don't watch. The, you if know, you it, think that's true, you don't you watch. You don't watch. I'm open. To again, I've been saying most of the year that Michael Penix is the best quarterback in the country and deserves the Heisman Trophy. But if it, 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 I can't say that right now, I can't. The last four weeks has changed my mind. But if you really think that Bo Nix is out there checking down and throwing little dump passes, you just don't watch. It's an ignorant statement. I'll listen to a, a different opinion. I'll listen to you give me reasons why you think that Penix still or or Drake May or or uh, you know Beck down in Georgia right now is killing it anyone i'll listen to any argument but to sit there and say that bo nix is a product of check downs that's dumb go look at troy franklin's numbers who else is throwing troy franklin the ball because he has as good of numbers as anyone in the country including yards per catch and that's not on little bubble screens it's just not so you, you got to get over that yeah. that Oregon check down now, crap. They throw it downfield. The idea of maybe if you want to turn it into, if we were talking Penix versus Knicks, if you want to turn it into more battle-tested, more moments, probably Penix. Sure. Because uh, he's had Over to. Knicks. Well, and he came up with the win over Knicks. But Knicks is almost so efficient that he lulls you to sleep. Yeah. You know, it's easy to overlook how good he is because he can really sling it. It's just... I don't know. He's just—he's been damn near perfect. Look at his number. Have you seen Bo Nix's numbers? They're absurd. He had six more touch, touchdowns over the weekend. And by the way, he's not playing deep into some of these games because it's just really—they're they're, they're blowouts. It's nuts. Anyway, um, Jordan Travis is now out for that, Florida State. That stinks. That does because that's the Washington of the East. Yes. And they were undefeated and and yep. cruising through the ACC. And he's a hell of a player. Their quarterback, if you didn't know. And he's now done for the season. That so I bad break. I it's a horrible break. I don't know what happens to Florida State now. What do you think happens? Well, they they got Florida coming up, who's not very good. They should be able to win that. They should be able. I to, didn't see him with their backup. I, they, I watched a little bit, but it was against North Alabama. So they were down. If you didn't see, they were down early, fourteen nothing to North Alabama, and Travis broke his leg. I think when it was fourteen seven, or might have still been fourteen nothing. Um, and then they came roaring back, and they you know they beat the bejabbers out of them so you know what does what does that say about florida state that you can route <laughs> that you can route north alabama i have no idea i just would assume that with with florida upcoming and then you've got the the title game is already set with louisville i do think if you're florida state you you have to be perfect 
Like, there's no way that a 12 and one Florida State team with a backup quarterback is going to get the nod over anyone. And they're going with this uh, Rotomaker kid, yeah. Tate Rotomaker. Tate. Tate, the, the Tater. Tate Rotomaker, who I know very little about other than he came in and he, he looked pretty good. He was 13 of 23 for 217, two touchdowns. But again, it was against North Alabama. So I think we'll find out something the next two weeks. Remember, uh, Ohio State won a national title with their their third best with their third quarterback. But Florida State, when you say they're the Washington of the East, it's good uh, comparison because they look good, they keep winning, but it doesn't exactly look dominant. Well, and so you would think going to uh, to old uh, Rotomaker here, it, it kind of feels like Florida State may be living on borrowed time. Maybe, but imagine if Washington lost Penix, right? Like, let's compare them again. Devastating. Yeah, but if let's just say then they beat Washington State and somehow managed to beat Oregon or Arizona in the Pac-12 title game, yeah. what would you be saying about the college football playoff? You'd be saying they should be in. Yes, they're undefeated. Yeah. So Florida State, oh if, Florida, Florida State's undefeated in no matter what. So if they win, okay. So you're saying if they with Travis now out, Doesn't if matter. they beat Florida and Louisville, they are in the tournament. Yes, but I think that there's a chance to. But if on, they lose, they're, they're then people will that will be the reason to dismiss them. Yes, because this may come down to some twelve and one teams and trying to sort it all out and figuring out who's who's in, who's out. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State, one of those is probably going to be, obviously... a Well, in conference championship matters. Exactly. So, so, so Florida State can't lose to Louisville. No. They have to win the league. They have to win the league. So even, But if you lose to Florida, it doesn't matter. Like You won't get a chance to, to, to redeem yourself. If you lose to Florida and then beat Louisville in the, in the ACC title game, it doesn't matter. You're done. In the one-loss battle, you are not going to get you are not going to get the respect. So your margin for error went away. Um, I don't know if there was one to begin with anyways. It just, to me, it kind of feels like this is the end of the line for Florida State. I do, I, I just... Hey, that's good for Oregon and Washington, right? Yeah, there is a scenario, by the way. Where they both get in? Yeah, so follow me this. Uh, UW just drills Washington State. Like, beats them by 60, looks amazing, okay? Uh, Oregon drills Oregon State. You know, just floors. They're not even close. Now we go to Vegas, and Oregon wins the exact same game that we had in the first one. Wins by a field goal, right? Just back and forth. Penix looks great. Knicks looks great. And they lose by a sliver. There's a chance, and I think a solid chance in that. As long as Florida State loses, and and whether it's to Louisville or to uh, to Florida, as if they're gone. Um, if Texas ends up dropping, you know, if Texas ends up dropping, so you'd one, have a you'd have a Pac-12 champ, Oregon, one loss, yeah, they're in, and then you'd have a one loss Washington, yeah, who did not win their league. I think there would be if if Texas lost in the Big Twelve title game and Florida State drops one of the next two, I think there's a really really good chance that Oregon and UW could both get in. Who is Texas? So uh, the Big Twelve just does it two best teams, right? Two best teams. So who are they going to play? Uh, I will look. I Kansas think it's I think it's no Missouri. It, Oh wait, Missouri's, Missouri's in, the in the SEC. I think Kansas it's State. I think it's still Oklahoma, but I'll look and see. It might be Kansas State because Kansas State beat uh, Kansas this My weekend. My Jayhawks lost. Yeah, mm. I will look on the that, third string quarterback. Did you I, know that? I did see that. There, you know who their quarterback is. You know who his daddy is. I do not. Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard. Oh, like okay. I didn't know that. Well, who's Chris Ballard? Now the, I'm going to put you on the spot. The um. Chris Ballard's the isn't he the major league baseball player, right? No, Colts GM. Oh, that Chris. Uh, why am I thinking Chris? Who am I thinking of the uh, major know. league pitcher? I have no idea. 
But his kid is the uh, walk-on quarterback at Kansas now. They're down to their third-string guy. And mm-hmm. they they almost beat K-State, but they lost. So it's probably K- it's probably K-State or Oklahoma. I'm looking in the conference. So Oklahoma State 6 and 2, Oklahoma 6 oh. and 2, Kansas State 6 and 2. So oh. I don't know how all the tiebreakers. Oh, a lot left to be played there. A lot left to be played for. But now if you're a, if you're all a right. UW uh fan, you want Texas out of there and you want Florida State out of there. And then, you know, you'll see what happens in the SEC, you see what happens in the in the Big 10. Yeah, you got a shot. You got a shot. You got a shot because you know that Alabama and Georgia are going to play, and you know that Ohio State and Michigan obviously are going to play. And so. so, in that scenario, you need Georgia to beat Alabama, right? Is if Alabama wins, then you're hooped yeah. because Alabama, both Alabama and Georgia would both go. But if Georgia beats Alabama, it would boot them. If Texas loses, the Big 12's out. If FSU loses, they're out. And then you start looking at it, and it's realistic to think at that point it's the SEC champ, it's the Big Ten champ, and then it's a debate between two Pac-12 schools and two uh, Big Ten schools. And we'll we'll see how that all shakes out. All right, well, we have another quarterback benched in the NFL. We'll get to that next. Here's Schultz with SportsCenter. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Rivalry Week on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by P.G. Long. On 1080 The Fan. Now that was a money read by Bick right yeah, there. That's why he's the best. By the way, I looked up the Big 12 scenarios, and the easiest path is simply if Texas uh, wins this week. Okay. Who they got? Uh, Texas Tech. has... They're playing Texas They're playing Tech. Texas Tech. And then if Oklahoma State beats BYU, and they should because we stink... Uh, the Huck and Hebrew damn near pulled it off against Oklahoma, but he sucks. Um, then it'll be Oklahoma State, and I know you didn't watch it, but it was, I did not. It was brutal. Uh, if you don't know, BYU has a Jewish quarterback for the first time ever, and we've dubbed him the <laughs> Huck and Hebrew. 
and I love it. But he he, he had some horrible turnovers, including a hundred and one yard uh, INT pick six. Ah. ah, so if uh, if Oklahoma State beats the Cougs and Texas uh, beats Texas Tech, then. There's your Big 12 title game. Okay, what happens if Texas loses? Uh, then there's a bunch of other scenarios. All of those teams that we mentioned, all four of those teams are in play, and this the it's all, all right. very convoluted. Here, So we found the uh, audio here. We pulled the raw audio, because who doesn't like their audio raw? We love raw. Here's our man Vic from the Open. This is a Rivalry Week edition of Primetime. <laughs> doesn't sound as bad there. I still hear it. This is a Rivalry Week edition of Primetime. <laughs> Rivalry Week. I still hear Rivalry Week. Rivalry Week. You're right about it not setting as bad. I was kind of trying to pull it and going through, I'm like, is that the one? And then I, yeah, hearing it compared to the other well, ones. Well, Week yes, sounds okay, but he definitely drops yeah. a Rivalry Week. This is a Rivalry Week edition of Primetime. <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather. It's the hard. human torch was denied a bank loan. Now, now, brown cow. Oh, we've all done it. It's hard out here for a radio pimp. Yeah what we do all right so to the nfl we've got a couple of notes here uh the jets have benched zach wilson thank god it's official i guess it got ugly on the uh the airplane oh yeah what do you mean? um i was i was just kind of reading through I, I i do the uh i try to do like a, a monday morning recap just kind of go through and 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 there's there's different sites where you can get all the different headlines from the papers and a couple of the New York reporters were reporting that this maybe wasn't Sala's uh, first choice, but he didn't have a choice because mutiny was on his hands. Uh, he said that there were um, it was it was I think the one, players have had it. Yeah, I think one word was anarchy after the game. Well, I mean that was bad. I mean, yeah, and know. and the players you, you can't. Whether you think he gives you the best chance or not, which, by the way, says something about the other quarterbacks that you have on your roster. Totally. If you have the rest of the team, and it does feel a little bit like their defense maybe is giving up a little bit. Up a little bit. Yeah. You, you can't have it. So, And if you listen to Saul afterwards, he's he has always been very positive on Zach Wilson, saying that this isn't the end of him, he's going to come back, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, at this point, there's no reason to say any of that. Zach Wilson's probably never going to play in New York again. I don't think Sala necessarily wants to do this. I think the players forced their hand and they said enough's enough. Well, okay. I mean, at least he's listening to his team. Yes. I mean, well, you, you because you're right. I think this is the million dollar or the 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 whole point here. Yeah. Is that Tim Boyle must really suck. Yes. Because Sala didn't want to go to him. No. Uh, he did not want to bench Zach Wilson for Tim Boyle. That must tell you what they're seeing from Tim Boyle. At the same time. You can't keep doing he, this. His hand was forced. And yeah. so Tim Boyle will be starting for the Jets on Friday. <laughs> and Friday, he, Black Friday game yeah. against the Dolphins. And and Wilson isn't even the backup. He's, who is? he's third stringer. Who's the third? Uh, the, the other who guy. is it? It's Boyle. And I'm trying to remember who the other Jets QB was. Uh, I'll have to look it up. But Zach Wilson will not be the backup. Zach Wilson will be the third string quarterback um, on this roster. Yeah, well, that's code for he's not playing again. No. They're not putting him back in no, there. He's done. You just can't. And, and I, I feel bad for Zach. Um, he wasn't ready to come in to this to this situation. He's playing behind a bad offensive line. Um, well, I think that's a big... Oh, yeah, I don't see another quarterback on the roster, but maybe they sign somebody. Uh, that's a big part of this, right? Yeah. A big part of this is he can't... Like, it doesn't matter who you put back there. They're going to be running for their life. Yes. But... Him under duress is, it's just yeah. So when you when you have a quarterback in there, oh Trevor Simeon's the backup. So it'll be Tim Wait, Boyle. What really? Yeah, yeah Simeon. 
Well, why isn't Simeon playing ahead of Boyle? He's way better than Boyle. I think the answer is they all suck. So, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be Boyle, Simeon, and Zach Wilson. Wow. Okay. If if you, I would I, say like uh, Simeon's a known commodity. Boyle, it's like eh, a little bit more of a wild card. He could be small chance. He could be good. Well, <laughs> I mean, you like they both suck. They both but suck. Still, Simeon is like at least a guy who we know we've seen before. Like you said, known commodity, and he's not. I mean, but. I think I think the 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 problem with it is, and this is the thing with Zach Wilson, which I I wouldn't. He's not an NFL quarterback right now. He's just not. If he ended up in a better situation, like you saw in the Kansas City game, you saw like maybe a glimmer of hope. You're like, ah, okay, there's something there. When you aren't an uber talented quarterback and you play behind a team that's struggling to run the ball and you're playing behind an offensive line that can't protect you, and and. Your confidence is just dog ass from from the get go, and you've never had any success. It's just it's hard for anyone to succeed. If you gave me ninety nine percent of the backup quarterbacks in this league, and you put them in that situation, they're going to struggle. And so right now, it, it, you look at Zach Wilson, you say, "There's no way he can play in this league, and he may never play again." I'm just saying, if if he got in a better situation, like let's say Minnesota where you've seen Dobbs look really good. And believe me, Josh Dobbs is a thousand times better than Zach Wilson. But when you're playing behind a, a pretty good old line, you can run the ball a little bit, and you got some receivers there on the outside, and, and you're not being asked to, 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 to do everything there, and you're not running for your life, it may look a little bit different. But, I mean, right now, the, the Zach Wilson thing, I, I can't believe it took this long for I the know. players to, to say enough's enough because yeah. I, I, I think this was the first time I saw their defense roll over and, and just have no life to them. And yeah, it, it was it, the Bills, and they kind of suck. It's hard to keep playing when you know that your offense has yeah. zero to offer. They didn't con- they didn't convert a single third down, and I believe now that they now have one touchdown drive. I believe it's in their last forty nine possessions. Really? Yeah, I think it's forty eight, forty nine. Oh my god! One one touchdown. <laughs> I mean, Tim Boyle should change that. <laughs> look, this isn't all on Zach Wilson, but at the same time, you can only be judged on your performance. And Zach Wilson right now is the worst quarterback in the NFL. So, yeah, this, you know, somebody on the Vancouver Fort text line brings up a good point. The Jets are on their fourth quarterback of the year and they have another standalone primetime game this week. Yep. It's true. It's like you can well, we totally thought- see the Aaron Rodgers, you know, like we all wanted to see Aaron Rodgers in primetime. But there ought to be a way to change it a little easier. Well, you, you, know? can, you can flex games on some of these, but they couldn't flex Black Friday, could they? Mm, I don't think, I don't flex think you could. Game. So, so they can't. Man, we're getting this. I mean, it's 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 so bad. But they need to take them out of prime time any t- chance yeah. they get. Well, and I know Rogers is Rogers apparently is sending video to the Jets of him working out, saying, "Hey, like he thinks he Roger. can he can come back in another month or so." But All right. when you look at their schedule, they're probably going to be five and nine. And at that point, yeah. why are you coming why? back if you're Aaron Rodgers? All right, a couple of injury notes, including the status of Geno Smith for Thursday's game. That's next on the fan. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. 
All right, Ducks basketball coming up at uh, 4.30. We do have our stock watch next hour before we uh, dart out of here. Um, I was mentioning some injury notes from the NFL, some key guys, um, obviously pertaining to Thursday. You know, the Seahawks play uh, Thanksgiving Day game against the Niners. Yep. Uh, Hafanga out for the season. Yeah, big ACL tear for them, the all-pro safety. And, uh, you know, Oregon native. Yeah, that's a, that's a big blow. You know, the, the Niners, though, have looked really good the last couple weeks, and they do have some depth out there on defense. But anytime you lose an all-pro player like that, it's it's a blow. And we talk about this all the year, or every year. The, the NFL, I'm not going to – I don't know what percentage it is of teams that go on and, and have successful playoff runs, but if, if you would ask me to put a number on it, like, you, if you're a bad team, you stay healthy, it doesn't matter. So if we're doing a jumping-off point of, let's say, just good teams, right, that are going to be playoff teams, I think 70% of the battle is a war of attrition and just staying healthy. Yeah. You get to this time of the year and you start dropping guys, especially if you lose multiple guys at the same position, it's a death sentence. Well, or guys that just step up. Yeah. And they have, you know, they have some bros who can step up. But um, as for the Seahawks, Geno Smith. And that's the one position where you, you know, oh you, you can't afford to have anyone go down. You think? Yeah. You, you want to go into a Thursday, a short week game against the Niners defense and, and throw Drew Locke out there? He got a weird. Did you see the Aaron Donald? Like, Aaron Donald scarecrowed him. He put his arms straight up and then just ran through <laughs> and ran through him. It was very weird. <laughs> so was, here's uh, strange. Here's what Pete Carroll said today. He said, and it's a shoulder for um, Smith. Um, he said, they're taking a look at it. But they pretty much know what's going on there. It's just how soon it settles down. Like I said, it's a good sign that he's functional, so that's not the issue. So it's just how sore he is. He'll make it back. Carol was then asked if he meant that Smith will make it back by Thursday, and he said, I would think so. Yeah. So we, we hope. I mean, just so numb that baby up and problem, sling that rock. Problem is that when it's a it's it's the elbow, you you kind of or need, tricep. Sorry, I said shoulder. It was tricep. You gotta you gotta be able. Yeah, it was the tendon and the elbow going up. You kind of need to be able to feel that one. You can't have a dead arm out there. So we'll. Uh, we'll That'd we'll, be great. <laughs> numb his whole throwing arm, and see what happens. Well, I mean, it was a. Who is just the uh, Joe Burrow threw a touchdown pass with a with a with no wrist tendon. <laughs> So yeah, he, he can throw one one uh, one ball. Remember Man. when remember when Purdy tore the, the his uh, elbow ligament and everyone was like, "You pansy, yeah, why you out there throwing the ball?" Well, uh, he did go back in the game, didn't he? He tried to throw one pass and it didn't. He's it, like, ha, ha. <laughs> By the way, that was a huge miss kick, man. Yeah, it's tough, dude. That is such a brutal way to lose, <laughs> especially to the Rams. I know. Who you've already lost to once. You know, and it was it was 16, 17, 16, whatever it was. Like, your defense played plenty good enough. Seven and, and three is so much better than six and four. Yeah. It's just that one stings. It, and then a, you come back and have to play the stupid Niners. Yeah. And, it, and, and wow. with with maybe a healthy Geno, like, it's kind of a like up-in-the-air thing. Well, and Walker got hurt, too, right? Yeah. What's yeah, his, he's out. He's done. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if you're the – the nice part is when you look through the NFC – like I don't know if you've if you've seen the playoff picture on in, in the NFC or AFC, dude, there are so many teams that are wedged in there. Like there's even four and six teams and five and five teams that you look at and you're like, well, yeah. you 
you're like, I feel like everybody's five and five now. There is certainly a lot of that going on right now, where it's just there's a ton of teams that are mushed in there. Um, when you look everyone from Pittsburgh to Buffalo to Indy to the Broncos, the Broncos, for God's sakes, right One now four in a row. are five and five and feeling pretty good about themselves. Uh, you know, the the Raiders for all of their horse nears, they're five and six. And then in the NFC, we look through there, the Vikings six and five, Seattle six and four. Um, and you know, by the way, the Saints are probably gonna host a playoff game for God's sakes, and they're not any good. It's just a weird thing. The 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 Green Bay Packers all of a sudden feel like they have some life and may be able to make a run. The because, Packers, because yeah, the, four and six, huh? Because if if Chargers. you if you need someone to make Jordan Love look good, I give you the Chargers God, defense. You ain't kidding. Uh, by the way, that's another injury. Joey Bosa may be headed to the IR. That looked like a torn Achilles. Have they have they said anything? No, it just said they. It, it, I just saw a scroll that said he might be headed to the injured reserve. So there were a lot of people when you look. At, we've we've now all come to look for that weird like leg hop. Yeah. And we're like ah Achilles. So we'll 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 see. Was that like the guy in the Lakers half court? Oh contest? my god! If, if you didn't see <laughs> Did that, he blow out his ACL. Yeah, no, he blew out his Achilles. His, that was an Achilles. That was an Achilles. Oh. So if you didn't see the Lakers were playing at home and they they roll out my man out there, you know, middle aged dad dude to shoot for <laughs> I think it was fifty grand, right? And he goes out there at the half court shot. He does his little run up to it, and as he goes to push off, the Achilles just snaps. And he go and the, the, the ball goes nowhere, right? And he goes down in a heap, and he's gra- he's grabbing the back, and everyone kind of thought he was just kind of like fooling around because it was such a bad shot, and they tried to stand him up. No, he went right back down. <laughs> so he went from thinking, "Oh, dude, I'm going to hit fifty thousand dollars on this," to uh, I tore my Achilles and probably now have fifty thousand dollars in medical bills. Uh, whoops! Big game tonight. We'll get to that next, and our primetime stock watch coming up on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.